0: What's up, guys, and welcome into episode three of the Sawyer Talk Sports Podcast. I am joined here today by UNA Director of Football Operations, the Austin Yarbrough Yard. What's going on, man?
1: How we doing, my man? It's been a minute. You doing all right?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always doing good. It's always a pleasure when we get to meet up and hang out, talk. But,
1: uh, sure. we, I, we need to get back on that golf course soon. <laughs> it's been a minute,
0: man. I tell you, if uh, if my classes were going as good as my golf game, then I'd be in a heap of trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I that one. I that one. That's that's the truth.
0: All right. So again, Yarbrough, I want to thank you for getting on, and we'll we'll jump right into it, man. So, you know, this podcast its focus is the athlete or former athlete and kind of their story, learning who they are more than just on the field, but off the field as well. So we'll we'll, we'll jump right in. How did Austin Yarbrough get into sports? How, who, who got you into sports?
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of people, you know, say, you know, their parents and stuff like that. And and don't get me wrong, my parents did have a big influence on in my dad, but my dad was the type of guy, you know, he was like, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. You know, I, I'm not going to force you into playing sports or doing this, doing that, if, if whatever makes you happy – do it and you know at an early age you know my brother was eight years older than me so all of his friends would come over the house he would always drag me out we would play football all this stuff well the you know these guys were in high school and i you know i'm just in elementary school and they're treating me like i'm their same age running me over <laughs> I mean, toughing me up man and that that's really where i found the love of the game was actually my front yard with my brother and his friends because they never took it easy on me i mean they, they were beating me up, they were, you know, the stories I could tell with my brother and his friends and the stuff that, that, that they did, but, you know, he, he he was really the big influencer on it. Now, my dad was there, and he helped me, and because and, and, he said, if that's what you want to do, you know, I'll be here for you, and I'll support you, but my brother was really the one that, that threw me in the fire with the sports and, and really found the love for it. Well, it, was kind of through him.
0: Yeah, I know you talk about your brother, and being older than you, I know uh, competition for a lot of people, you know, that early on competition, that's what really gets a lot of people going in. And I mean, you, I mean, you know, my brothers, we were always really competitive and that's really what from a young age really got me invested And in. I mean, I, I'm i glad for it. And I'm sure you are too.
1: Yeah. I mean, he drove me to be a, a big time competitor because I, I would always lose to him, and I would get so frustrated because I wanted to win so bad that at 90, 95% of the time, I was running into the house balling because <laughs> I wouldn't win it and, and they would never let me win. And, and you know, I, you would think, you know, sometimes they would, they would, they would but they never would, man. And, and so it kept me driven and, and, and that's kind of where, where that kind of came from too. As bad as I wanted to win kind of came from that too.
0: Yeah, so what all did you play growing up, Yarb? You know, I know in high school I got to play baseball with you. you. You played football with my brother, but was that the only two growing up, or did you were you ever a baller out there on the basketball court?
1: Uh, well, I played basketball growing up, but I, I wasn't quite the baller. <laughs> but, you know, I, growing up, you know, I played soccer. Baseball. I mean, I did it all because I loved all the sports. And, and so, you know, I, every sport that I could play, I, I would try to play it and so you know kind of when I got into high school I decided that you know it'd be best just to do football and and baseball because you know really you know you would think oh well football is his number one passion but really baseball is kind of my first love really that's kind of the sport that's always kind of gravitated me now don't get me wrong football is you know it's 1A 1B but you know I was more successful at the baseball side of it, uh, you know, not hitting though. I, I could play the field a little bit. I could play first base a little bit. But uh, hitting wasn't the forte, uh, you know. But, hey, I I'd get hit all the time, so I was fine with it. Well, you would have, have thought them guys would have, would have learned to throw me a curveball instead of hitting me all those years.
0: Yeah. But, anybody listening, when he says that about getting hit, I'd bet his senior year – and this is no lie. He he probably got hit every game by at least one pitch. Like I, I'm pretty sure that's a fact.
1: If if there was a stat by a player that got hit by the most in the state of Tennessee, I probably was at number one, or if not top three. I mean, I'll never <laughs> forget when we were I'll never forget when we were in Perry County or I can't remember if it was home or away, but that series that you remember that series. That was a crazy series, and I got hit every time I came up to bat. <laughs> you know, so.
0: All right. So, Yarb, you, you know, you talked about football and baseball being 1A, 1B. And I know you're an Ole Miss fan. And I know at Ole Miss, football and baseball are kind of 1A and 1B too. So, did growing up an Ole Miss fan, you know, watching them all those years, did that kind of shift you towards, you know, baseball and football a little more? Or can you go into yeah. that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Growing up, uh, you know, I was really fortunate enough. We had, we have season tickets to Ole Miss football. And so every weekend growing up from the time Eli Manning was there, you know, his senior year in 2004, we've had season tickets. So growing up, man, I, I went to every single home game, watching Heisman Trophy winners from Tim Tebow to, to guys like that, you know, Mark Ingram, all those guys growing up, seeing that. And, and so kind of back, you know, kind of back to the question you told me, you asked me earlier about, you know, How did I get into sports? Well, that was another thing, too, is every weekend going and watching great SEC play and and seeing such great athletes, you know, got me in love with that, too. And then, you know, baseball, me and, you know, Ole Miss always been really successful in baseball. Me and Dad would drive up to, you know, uh, the regional tournaments when they host some super regional tournaments and stuff like that. So, you know, Ole Miss sports kind of had a big impact on that, too, and, and driven me to that, too.
0: All right, so Yarbrough, you graduated Wayne County High School from Wayne County High School in 2015. You went to UNA. Can you kind of go through your time at UNA? You've always been involved with the football program, right?
1: Right. So it's a crazy story, kind of my story is. uh, You know, a lot of people don't have this story. and I've got very fortunate to where uh, I am today. So actually how it all started, and and I'll never forget this memory, it's just kind of something that sticks with you. I I remember – It was the summer going into my freshman year at UNA. They had posted on Twitter they were looking for an equipment manager. Well, I come running downstairs and, you know, I told my parents, I said, you know, UNA is looking for equipment manager. I said, I think, and, you know, I want to be a coach one day. I said, I think this would be a great opportunity for me to get in with a program. Of course, mom wasn't for it at first, you know, she was like, no, you got to focus on your, your grades and you need to get in and get out and get a job. Of course, my dad was like, no, you, you need to get on it. You know, come You know, that'd be a great opportunity for you to get involved. And so after talking, we, we talked mom into, into, uh, letting me do it. And so got there, worked as equipment manager for a couple of years and, and really grounded at that. And, you know, they took notice to it and, um, When Coach Willis uh, took over in 2017, he offered me a a spot as a student assistant working with the linebackers. And so I was fortunate enough to, to, you know, kind of move up the ladder there. Did that for a few years. And then once I graduated, I moved into the graduate assistant role with linebackers. Well, did that for about a semester and then we went into the summer and our dfo at the time decided to take another job so coach willis the head coach here at una uh called me in his office in uh about end of june and he said you know you you think you could do this director of football stuff and i said well coach i said i you know i've never done it before but i said you know i'll i'll figure it out and so he put a lot of trust in me and and, and taking that over because it's a big responsibility and so he put a lot of trust in me because you know he, he takes a lot of pride in guys that's been around and, and do the right things. And so you know I I was blessed with the opportunity and, and just worked and, and was lucky enough to now be in the position I
0: am now. So you're the current director of football operations. What all? What what is a day in your office like? What you know? What's your job basically? What what all are your responsibilities?
1: Yeah, so really, you know, you're kind of handling the whole logistics of the football program. You, you know, you're handling the budget. You're, you're doing weekly schedules, uh, you know, especially in season. I uh, come and sit down with our head coach, Coach Willis, every week. And we kind of put a, put a little itinerary together for the week, you know. So I put schedules and itinerary together, you know, during the week. I've got to plan all the travel. So I set up the flights, the buses. Um, and and, uh, the meals. And and so just trying to get those guys from point A to point B and then then back to point A with with no hiccups. And if you can get that done and you can send, you know, you can take these guys, for example, we went all the way out to Provo, Utah to play BYU. If you can take those guys thousands of miles across the country, you can get them there safe and, and you go by that itinerary and you get back back into Florence, Alabama, you land and, and nothing with a hiccup, you've done a heck of a job. And and that's kind of what I love about it. As soon as we land back into Florence, Alabama and every nothing nothing went wrong, I, I, I've done my job. And, and that's what's really fun about it is, man, just trying to get a hundred and something people to one location if it's thousands of miles away, man. And, and so that's what I've really enjoyed about it. And, and you know, kind of seeing the football program in a different aspect because I've seen it in the coaching side and now kind of getting to see it kind of more in an administrative kind of role. And and so, you know, it, it's been really cool because man, I've, I've done it all, you know, within a, a, you know, a division one program. And so that, that, that's been really cool.
0: So, you know, you just mentioned the division one. So, can you kind of go into the direction of the football program and the, the ongoing transition to the D one level? I mean, y'all are competing in the A Sun conference usually, and I mean, just seeing the list of teams in that conference, it's a pretty, you know, pretty solid conference. So can you kind of tell us about how the football teams move in the direction it's going and kind of the just looking ahead a little bit for UNA football?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the future's real bright with North Alabama football. I mean, we were a powerhouse division two program winning three straight national championships. And, you know, that's that's our goal here in Division One and, and the FCS level is, is to compete for these championships. And I think we're on that right path. I mean, Coach Willis just signed a four-year extension, which is huge for us and and, and showing that you know, the athletic department is committed to Coach Willis and to this program, and, and they believe that, you know, we, we, can st- we can win those championships like we did in Division Two. And I think we're really on that right track. I think, you know, right now we're in, we're gonna, we're partnered with the Big South right now because A Sun at this moment does not have a football program, but this will be our last year in the Big South. And then we're going to transition over a Sun playing big time schools like Jacksonville State, Central Arkansas. I mean, the cream of the crop of FCS. And, and so that's going to really once we get in that a play, plays really going to test us. But I think it's going to be huge. And we've we've got great athletes. Our coaches have done a heck of a job recruiting, getting players in. And, and you know, future is is bright, man. I, I tell you, if we, we can just get some facilities, we can get you know, new locker room updated, which is coming. Uh, They've approved that, you know, next step is if we can get a stadium on campus, you know, I I would love to see a stadium on campus. If we get a stadium on campus and, and build that, then, you know, our, you know, our ability is to the roof, you know, and so once we get those I think we're we're going to be up there with you know North Dakota States and stuff like that, and James Madison's competing in championships. Now you know it's going to take a little bit of time. You know, we're our last year of transition to be able to, after this year, we'll be able to you know compete in the postseason, and we're going to. I, I tell you that right now. I you know to be honest with you, I think a lot of teams are scared of us. They they see they see what North Alabama was at the Division two level, and they're kind of getting a glimpse. Uh, of what we're going to be in the FCS level. I mean, you know, we played four games uh, this fall because of the COVID stuff, and we were really lucky to get those four games in. I thought our uh, athletic director, Mr. Mark Linder, did a heck of a job putting that together and and being able to get us to play uh, uh, games in the fall. And we played great competition. You know, we played Jacksonville State, we played Southern Miss, we played BYU, and, and teams like that, and, and got to really see where we were at the Division One level. And yeah. you know, we we kind of proved ourselves, especially against Southern Miss. You know, we we had we had them on the ropes. We forced four turnovers, but you know, just couldn't quite get there. And and, and we're, but we're we're going to get there. You know, and it's only a matter of time and that time's going to come and it's going to become a lot sooner than a lot of people think
0: yeah and you know you you mentioned playing byu this year in in provo is there any more big games on the docket for for you a football like that you know playing those you know highly ranked division one teams because i uh, correct me if i'm wrong was byu like number eight in the nation at the time when y'all played them yeah
1: yeah, yeah, they yeah they were they were undefeated up there. You know they had Zach Wilson, and you know that was that was a really cool experience going out there to Provo and playing BYU. I mean the stadium with the mountains in the background was beautiful. I mean only thing I wish is it had been a packed house because if it had been a packed house, it it had been it had been really sweet. But you know it we got we this this coming year we don't have any, but uh, following year in 2022 we go to Memphis. Uh, I know down the road, we're going to play Florida state and and stuff like that. So, you know, playing those teams, it doesn't only just bring money in and and help your athletic department, but it also shows, you know, where you're at, at your, you know, your level of your competition and what you need to bring in and what you need to recruit. So you can be at that top level. Yeah. We're at FCS, but shoot, we want to play like we're at, we're at the FBS level, you know?
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Just from this little session, this little time that we've had to talk, I mean, just your time at UNA, you've got to experience some really, really cool things, really upcoming things, so, and here's what I asked you before: of all that, you know, since the day you started playing sports for Austin Yarbrough, what is your favorite sports memory?
1: Yeah, you know, and that's a tough question because, man, I, I've got a lot of them, you know, and to be honest with you, I don't know if there's really one, but, you know, it goes back to when we won the state championship in 2011 in Wayne County, you know, first ever state championship in the town, you know, it brings me chills thinking about it. Yeah, I was a freshman, but man, it was a heck of an experience seeing that community come together as one and, and you know, really ride that team, and, and that was really cool experience, seeing that whole town, that whole community of of, all Wayne County, people from Clifton, Conway, I mean, they came and supported. And and that was what was really cool about that. Uh, You know, going up, we went to Montana a couple years ago, and they were a very dominant FCS program. That place is packed with 30,000 people, and you would have thought there were 75,000 to (laughs) 80,000 people in that place. And that was a cool experience there. Uh, and then BYU, man, that that was really cool just because of the mountains and that atmosphere there. So, man, I could sit here and go on and on about all these great sports, uh, uh, you know, my favorite sports uh, moments and memories. But you know, those three kind of stuck with me along the way, and and I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to kind of experience a lot more.
0: All right, and you know. I guess this next question kind of branch off what I just asked you, but, uh, you know, for a lot of athletes, me personally too, uh, sports was not only, you know, just kind of a stress relief or whatever, but it taught me a lot of lessons, life lessons, you know. Uh, it taught me humility, discipline, but it also gave me a lot of things, you know, it gave me a lot of good friends, good memories. I mean, shoot, the two of us, you know, we played baseball together, uh, which we were friends before that, but I felt like baseball playing together playing any sport together just kind of makes you grow closer together so for you for Austin Yarbrough what like what has sports taught you given you can you just kind of go into that
1: man sports to me it's taught me everything about life you know and that's why I'm I'm in this profession because I want to, to mold these young men into, into you know, great husbands and wives and, and things like that and watch them grow. and Just like I watched myself grow when I was in high school and playing sports and making those connections and making those friends and those lifelong memories. And, and so that's always stuck with me. And that's why I'm doing what I do now is because I want those, set, those guys to have those same connections and, and feel like family and, and things like that, you know, because – to me, that, that that sports builds so much character. It brings the character out of you. How how are you going to react when your back is against the wall? Are you going to fold? Or are you going to turn around? And you're going to face that wall, and and, and or are you going to go at it? You know, and that's that's like life. You know, when you when you face adversity in life, how are you going to get through it? Just like when you're out there on that field, when when, when you're down a run, or or you're down by a touchdown. You know, when you're back against the wall, how are you going to react? And, and, and so that, to me, is why sports is so, so important to, to people, you know, to me and, and to people. And, and that's why, to me, a lot of, you know, these kids need to get involved in sports because it teaches you so much about life. It's not about X's and O's all the time. It's about just making those connections and, and enjoying yourself and, and, and loving it. You know, and so that's what I'm really passionate about, and that's kind of why I got into doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that first little part when you talked about taking young men and making them into great husbands, you know, great men in general. Uh, I know Mm -hmm. college football, you know, mom and daddy's trusting you guys in the football program when they send their kids to Florence, Alabama, because, I mean, not every kid's coming from right down the road, you know. I mean, you've got kids from all over the country coming. So the fact that, you know, you personally, and I'm sure every coach there is not only looking at the football side of things, but the life side of things. I know that's something that's a great selling point to parents, but I also know that it's not just a selling point. You know what I mean? Like it's something that you truly mean and you truly want to do.
1: Exactly, you know, like you said, you know, these parents are, are trusting us coaches. Uh, to, to, you know, watch over their kids and, and be second parents. And, you know, some of these kids, you know, don't have parents and things like that. They come from tough backgrounds. And, and so to be able to come in and, and be that father figure to them that they may have never had, you know, is huge. And, and they, they see that you care and you love them up and, and you do those things, then to me, they'll they'll run through a wall for you. If you if you show them love and you and you care about them, then they'll do anything for you. And that's what I kind of learned, you know, Coach Rice, you know, Coach Rick Rice, our, our my high school coach, he's the one that got me into coaching. He he always told me, you know, you need to think about going into coaching. And I, you know, he was always kind of a mentor to me because I saw how he taught, you know, taught his players and how he loved them and cared about them and, and pushed you to that extra mile. And, and that's what, you know, why I got into it because, you know, that's what I want to do. I, I want to be a teacher. I want to be that leader to, to get them to that point. And, you know, and I give coach Rice a lot of credit, you know, to where I'm at today, because if he would have never all those years around in high school, tell me I'd be a good coach and think about getting in a coach. And I, I really don't know where I'd be right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, you know, and a lot like you, you know, I had a lot of people, coaches, uh, parents, fans, whatever, that just helped me kind of direct me through life, and sports was the biggest leader. I mean, I'm wanting to go into, you know, the, the sports journalism, sports reporter profession, and that's because of my love for sports. That's because I got into it, and I, it just – it never let go of me. It just kind of took a hold, but Yarbrough – that's all I've got for you, man. I really appreciate the time. I'm really looking forward to this upcoming football season at UNA, and I know a lot of people are. Um, and, man, I just wish you the best. It was awesome catching up with you. And anybody listening, that's that concludes episode three of the Sawyer Talk Sports Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review, like, and subscribe. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and any many, any major podcast directory folks thanks for checking in y'all bro you have a good day brother all right man appreciate your roar lines yes sir